Who are you really? Seriously, who are you? I'm guessing if you answered that question, maybe you'd use the terminology that I love, like ruckus maker. Certainly school leader, that's a big part of your life. Maybe mom, dad, brother, sister. Maybe faith plays a part. Maybe your hobbies, interests. There's a lot that goes into your identity. There's also a lot that goes into our students' identity, especially those students who want to excel academically and through sport, through competition. But that way they relate to their identity and how they show up, it can be hard. It's really hard these days. That's why I'm excited to have my guest today, Michael Lehan, a former pro football player and now school leader doing some really interesting things at IMG Academy. And we'll be unpacking that student-athlete experience, which I think you'll learn some things that you'll want to do on your campus and maybe even show your students some of the interesting things happening in a program called IMG Academy Plus. Hey, this is Danny. I'm a principal development and retention expert. I'm a best-selling author. I host two of the world's most downloaded podcasts in the world. And you are a ruckus maker, which means you've made three commitments. The commitment to your continuous growth. You've committed to challenging the status quo and you've committed to designing the future of school now. And we'll be back with our main conversation with Michael right after some messages from our show sponsors. Establish your legacy with Harvard's Certificate in School Management and Leadership. Learn from Harvard Business and Education School faculty as you develop the frameworks, skills, and knowledge you need to drive change improvement in your learning community. Get started at betterleadersbetterschools.com slash Harvard. Teachers use TeachFX to record a lesson and automatically get personalized insights into their classroom conversation patterns in teaching practices. See TeachFX for yourself and learn about special partnership options for ruckus makers at teachfx.com slash BLBS. If your students are struggling to stay focused and your teachers are showing signs of burnout, you need to act now. The good news is that there's a path forward. It is possible to lay the foundation for learning and to re-energize your teachers and that's found in executive functioning skills. When students get practice with these skills, they can better self-regulate and they are more successful academically. Our friends at Organized Binder have released a new self-paced course that will teach you how to teach these executive functioning skills and set your students up for success. The goal of this course is to help your students be more successful and get teachers back to the work they are called to do. Learn more at organizedbinder.com slash go. Help your students be more successful and get your teachers back to the work they're called to at organizedbinder.com slash go. All right. Hey, Ruckus Makers. Happy to be here today with Michael Lehan, who competed for six years in the NFL with the Miami Dolphins and Cleveland Browns. I might ask which his favorite team is. I don't know if he'll answer. Before uh, getting tapped to become a dean of students and assistant principal for the ASEO 
area schools, right? Second way, is that the better way? And then principal of Oseo Senior High School, which he guided to its first ranking as one of the best high schools in the nation by U.S. News and World Report in February of 2022. He was named as IMG Academy's head of school where he oversees, organizes, and grows the world-renowned school's academic programs while assisting with various aspects of its athletic program. Michael, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Honored to share space with you today. Yeah. Did I mess up? Is it Osseo or Osseo? I got it. Osseo. Osseo. You did well. Osseo. All right. I did all right. I know I, I nailed your last name. And I won't ask you about dolphins or browns. But I will ask you about being an athlete. That's an interesting part of your story, right? And I know it's a passion of yours too. And I can only imagine like, well, let me just ask you, what, what's it like in terms of how folks that find themselves scholars, athletes, identity, how they reconcile all of that? Yeah, so I think that um, oftentimes, and, I, and I, I think that sometimes that scholar athletes are subjected to societal norms, right? You can't be, you either have to be one or the other. And oftentimes as a young person, you might be celebrated more depending on where you grow up, depending on what your orientation is. You might very well say that, wow, you know what, because my orientation as far as where I grew up, you know, there's more athletes here or because of my identity as potentially a young black male, you know, I'm a basketball player. I can't possibly be a scholar, right? So there's these mental models that we begin to have to kind of reel back and begin to unpack a little bit and then bring forth this new identity that, wow, these two things can coexist at the same time. And really, that's our work here at IMG Academies to think about this totality of one being as being an athlete and being a scholar, which I would then inverse to say a scholar athlete to say, that's who you are. And yeah. we need to be able to lean in because and be audacious and be unapologetic on the fact that we can be great and succeed at two different things. And sometimes I think the identity of athletes are stolen. And, you know, there's huge press that will say, oh my goodness, this person is a scholar or has a 4.0 or going on to middle school medical school or whatever the case might be, because the mental model was suggesting you can't possibly excel in academics, but also be ex- excel at sport. So it's really reframing and reconditioning minds. Right. When did, when did you figure that out for yourself? You know, I, interestingly enough, it was when I had to sit and take the ACT. I mm-hmm. had a lot going on when I was in my K-12 years. And it came a time where I had to get a 26 or higher in order to be eligible to play because my grade point average in high school was not great. Again, just based on some of those other pieces. And many individuals are having conversations with me and saying, hey, Michael, you know what? You're probably going to have to go to JUCO. You're probably not going to be eligible to go and play at Division One school because your grades and your scoring, depending on what it is, you won't be eligible. So automatically, people just discredited what inherent potentially brilliance I had at that time. So I went ahead and scored higher than a 26 on the ACT and I was then eligible to play. So what that told me is that there was some untapped rigor that nobody kind of allowed me to access during my K-12 experience. And then with that momentum from passing the test, from gaining access to college, I wanted to lean into that a little bit more and make sure that I always 
was the person telling my old story, that the mental models or the biases that people carried were not going to limit what my opportunities were. So I think that was my coming of age from a scholarly perspective. Right. That's awesome. So it sounds like you really, you know, you took ownership yourself and saw, in, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but in your K-12 experience, like it wasn't necessarily those adults saying you could do it or that they even had the expectation for you to, to uh, achieve at a high level academically. Is, is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, now you're changing the game, you know, for a lot of students, scholars and athletes. Um, one of the concepts I know that I find interesting and you like to talk about is this difference between windows and mirrors. What's that all about? Yeah. So I think, honestly, the, our last conversation was really nice segue into this notion of windows and mirrors. Like, oftentimes, we know and we understand what our environment is, right? We're products of our own environment. And as we think about um, a mirror, you know, a mirror is simply just that. Like, where are the opportunities that I see a reflection of myself? If I can, we, we believe what we see oftentimes and not to get too biblical, but you know, that dates back into the Bible, right? The doubting Thomas, if you will. So this, this notion that we believe what we see. So as a young athlete in this regard, you want to see people who will see that, that look like you that are scholar athletes that are achieving at a high level. So that's a, a mirror of myself, right? And this window, we know that there's always this notion of continuous growth. Where are the opportunities that we can see? other people and learn from their experiences, learn from their perspectives, learn from their truths. And we can then put productive tension on ourselves to grow. So we are more of a comprehensive being, have a comprehensive awareness of the world around us. One thing that's beautiful here about IMG Academy is that we are truly a global educational entity. We have scholars from across the world. So as you think about the richness of dialogue inside, inside of a classroom, and what can come up from various perspectives and various truths and various lived experiences, various identities. What is the richness that happens? And then as educators, how do we facilitate that? And truly this notion of, as educators, we want to put a reflection of our students inside the curriculum and they want to give them opportunities to expand beyond what their lived experience is. And that global perspective is gold, right? And often we think, where we grew up or, you know, our lived experience, that's the way and the best way of doing things. But the gift of travel for me has opened my eyes like, oh, wow, there's a lot of ways we could approach this challenge. And maybe, uh, yeah, my fixed mindset or how I grew up, like that's not the only way, nor is it often the best way. So to bring global people together at IMG or how we serve, you know, school leaders in the mastermind is a huge, huge positive. Um, so let's talk about IMG. You know, you, you had these scholar athletes there and they're not just athletes. So how do you develop that whole person? Yeah. So we've got a multi, uh, one of the things that I celebrate the most is really our athletic and personal development. We call it APD here. And it's mm -hmm. cognitive coaching. It's mental coaching. It's resilience. It's endurance. Honestly, what life is and what sport is, is cognitive endurance. That's the essence of truly what it is. And so to, to the extent in which we can provide students with the opportunity to develop positive self-talk, to mm. create conditions in which they, they fail safely, right? We all need to be able to interact and welcome and hug and embrace adversity. And we also know that adversity looks and sounds different to many different people. So that's our APD staff do a tremendous job from a mental conditioning standpoint. 
We also want to make sure because we have that great product from APD, we want to go to IMG Academy Plus, which now all of a sudden from across around the world from an app, you can learn and train with some of the best minds in the business to think about how do I refine my game? But not only it does, it transcends sports and it's more about what are the life skills that I'm learning from this? And then more so here on, on campus, obviously we have sport and we have school from a curriculum standpoint. We want to make sure that we have the elements of health education, the elements of financial literacy, the name, image, and likeness, kind of all these pieces hmm. that our young folks have to interact, media training as well, that they have to interact with. So it's really a one-stop shop to make sure that who are you as a person? How do you interact with the world? And what are the capacity or what elements of yourself might we be able to partner and co-create and build so that on a daily basis, your best version of self is demonstrated? So that media training, like you're exposing to, to these scholar athletes to the limelight that they'll be in. Is that, am I hearing you correctly? And, you know, is there, is there also some uh, financial training too? Because those are the stories that break my heart, right? That guy that goes out there, you know, does so well from a competitive, you know, perspective and financially has been rewarded for that and then loses it all, right? So maybe that's a part of the curriculum too. That's exactly it. That's uh, And we're building that out. As we think about the name, image, and likeness, we're seeing more and more students yeah. uh, have significant dollar amounts thrown at them at a very young age. Thinking back about when I was in college, I was a ward of the state. So I had the Pell Grant. That was $3,500. Well, you couldn't tell me nothing with any of that $3,500. But nowadays, it's much different. It's much yeah. different. And how can we develop the financial literacy? In a, in a meaningful way where students can hold on to that over time and really monetize themselves responsibly, responsibly. And that's the key word because there is elements over time in sport that young people are exploited by their name, image, and likeness. So then how are we learning to develop their skills so they can monetize themselves appropriately? And then once they do, manage it appropriately so that's going to scale over time so that they are comfortable, uh, have a meaningful living going forward. Right. So a minute ago, you know, you were talking about an idea like you called it cognitive endurance. And I could tell a story about what I think that means. And you gave some examples too. But can you define that a little bit too? Because for the ruckus maker who's going to watch this or listen to it, I want them and they have these scholar athletes on campus too. So I just, I want to bridge some gaps that might be there for them. And yeah. Can you define that for us first? Sure. As I think about cognitive endurance, I really just think about the duration of time that you're able to maintain optimal focus. Optimal mm. focus on task, optimal focus in relationships, optimal focus in, in, in goal orientation. And there's so many distractions. Often there's a lot of books that talk about static, right? What is the level of static that one has in, the, in their life? What are some opportunities to reduce that static? What is necessary static and what is unnecessary static? Uh, knowing those people who can sing the song of their heart and those of whom that don't and don't have your interest in mind. So cognitive endurance is about the duration of time that you're able to focus on the goal, focus on the outcome, be outcome oriented, and then being able to set necessary boundaries throughout that journey to make sure that your foci remains exactly what it needs to be to re reach that, that pinnacle and reach that meaningful outcome. Got it. Yeah. So that focus, you know, there's a lot of great second, third, you know, results from just even having that as a strong foundation. 
And I know you have cognitive coaches. I want to dig into that in a second. But you know, what is something that you teach these you know scholar athletes in terms of developing this cognitive endurance and ability to focus on what is most important to them? Yeah, I think it's. I think it's first and foremost. You want to start like, and this goes back to a question I like to ask: Is who are you? Who are you? Mm. What do you stand for? And how do you know? Who are you? What do you stand for? And how do you know? And to the extent to which young folks are able to answer those questions, not necessarily definitively, right? Because we grow and, sure. and, and develop over time, but at least have an idea of how they would respond, particularly to the last one. Like, how do you know? How do you know what you stand for? That's a challenge, yeah. right? It kind of goes back on this notion that you have to ask somebody a question three times in order to get to the essence of what you're trying to learn. And so we'll provide folks that opportunity to, to self-discover. and then. Within our coaches, they're also going to spend a little bit of time just going through repetition, positive talk. You know, it, this goes also would also consider the studies related to social media. Nowadays, mm-hmm. the studies that look at, okay, if you post a picture and you don't get X number of likes within a certain period of time, what that does to one's psyche, what that does as far as depression and so on and so forth. Cognitive endurance and cognitive coaching is really about making sure that your static is outside of your life and you can really hone in on, on what's important. And our coaches do a really nice job in, in developing that. And we want students to be able to fail safely. I know I mentioned that before, but what are yeah. those opportunities that, yeah, you know what, this is a really challenging decision to make, but I know that if I make the wrong decision, I know there's people who there who will love me up and care for me and not ridicule me and let me understand where my gap and where my blind spots were so I can move forward and be better out as a result. Brilliant. Yeah. Thanks for diving into that a little bit more. We're going to pause here for some messages from our sponsors on the next end of our conversation. I'd love to hear more about the role of cognitive coaches on campus. Talk a little bit more about IMG Academy Plus. And the importance of rest. What does that look like too to rest and recover even during the school day? Learn how to successfully navigate change, shape your school's success, and empower your teams with Harvard's Certificate in School Management and Leadership. Courses include leading change, leading school strategy and innovation, leading people, and leading learning. You can apply today at betterleadersbetterschools.com slash Harvard. As students progress through their K-12 through experience, schoolwork gets harder and more complex. Yet at the same time, students are asked to be more independent in their learning. Young people struggling with executive functioning skills will fall further and further behind. And to be honest, the pandemic only made things worse. The remedy is found in equipping students with executive functioning skills. Our friends over at Organized Binder have released a new self-paced course that will teach you how to teach executive functioning skills and set your students up for success. Learn more at organizedbinder.com slash go and set your students up for success. When classrooms come alive with conversation, teachers and students both thrive. Last year, teachers using TeachFX increased their student talk by an average of 40%. Can an app really do that? Even trying something like embracing extra wait time to create space for student talk can feel like a risk. But with TeachFX, teachers see the power of those practices in their own classroom level data. 
It's like having a personal instructional coach on your phone, tablet, or laptop. Ruckus Makers can start a free pilot with your teachers by going to teachfx.com slash betterleaders to learn how and get started today. And finally, just want to let you know that we are having a live event in Denver and it's going to be awesome. We're talking about a concept called the Leadership Optimization Compass. And if you would find it meaningful to surround yourself with other ruckus makers, we have space for 56 tickets remain. And you could go to betterleadersbetterschools.com slash Denver 2023 to enroll and reserve your spot. Plus, we're going whitewater rafting and that's going to be epic. All right, we're back with Michael Lehan, and we were talking about so many awesome things. It's really interesting about identity that our scholar athletes, you know, wrestle with, talking about this idea of focus, right? And you have, co- you have cognitive coaches on campus, which is interesting. But I think the ruckus maker who watches or listens to this show, they'll want to know like, okay, tell me more about who these coaches are, right? What's their role? How often are they interacting with students? What are they working on? But if you could give us, paint that picture, right? Because it's an innovative idea and we'd love to hear more. Yeah, so the mental performance or cognitive coaches that we have, you know, they'll sit there and spend time to develop tools to increase confidence, focus, and resilience. They'll also create a plan, a one-on-one plan as far as where are you struggling with? How can we help build your capacity, right? And then... It's empowerment is right. We're not telling students, it's we're doing with students, this notion of co-creating because we also understand within that process, ownership is critically important. So then it's not pointing the picture, well, you told me this, you don't know, we, we co-created this. And so if there is opportunities for that young person to fail or not reach their game, they were running a track meet and they wanted to PR, but they fell short of it. Well, what were you thinking about in the starting blocks? What were you thinking about as you were running? Let's unpack what those items were and was that, did they help move you faster or was there regression there uh, as well? And then the last thing I just, and I alluded to earlier was just the IMG Academy Plus Camp app, I'm sorry, that is accessible to anybody anywhere. So if there is interest in learning a little bit more, we certainly have that available. The coaches are dynamic. Their coaches are dynamic. They have so many different skill sets. They've come, they've played, they've participated, they've and stretched themselves and committed their growth to making sure that this notion of a mind gym, that's an old book of sports psychology, but this mind gym as far as, and one of the things that they talk about there, I'm determined a little, it talks about a golfer when you're standing up in the tee box and you say, gosh, I'm not going to hit it into the fringe. You know, or into the, I'm going to hit it right in the middle of the fairway. That small change of not even entering a negative thought, but exactly where you want to hit it. These are what the coaches do to help frame up conversations and be positive with oneself and graceful with oneself as well. Yeah, yeah. Makes a lot of sense, you know, and I've even heard the brain, like when you say, I'm not going to hit it into the rough, your brain actually hears that as hit it into the rough. It doesn't hear right. the negative version. So framing it as hit it into the fairway makes a lot of sense. And I'm curious too, I'm sure you, I'm sure you uh, work with the student athletes, you know, around this too, but what were the things that led up, right? That you didn't get the goal, but also looking back maybe on, on, on past performance and things to celebrate. The reason I'm saying this, I'm so frustrated. I had a half marathon coming up and all the training was to PR for myself. And I don't know if it was something I did in the gym, but my back is jacked, right? 
And I just, I couldn't do the race. So I was really down about that for a while, but just talking to my wife and that kind of thing. In preparation, I ran my fastest 10K ever the week before, right? So I didn't get to do the half and perform how I wanted to, but I tried to really focus on last week. I still hit like a milestone and sure you do that with the scholar athletes as well. So this just, that was a little 10 second therapy session with Michael Lehan is what I wanted. So. All I heard was PR and resiliency. So, and the fact that you're running, because that sounds a bit foreign to me at this point. I just, that's something I can't do. So tremendous. Uh, Congratulations there. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Hey, you've mentioned IMG Academy Plus a number of times, but I'm sure Ruckus Makers or maybe even a student that's listening wants to know more. So where do people go to check that out? Because in filling the gaps, but what I heard is like, folks can actually access these amazing people that you have on campus and get some of these tools and resources for themselves anywhere, anytime. Yeah. So you can just go to imgacademy.com and then you can toggle down to plus and it's IMG Academy plus coaching. Find your coach. You'll be able to see a couple of little snippets there. You talk about mental performance coaching. You'll talk about nutrition coaching as well. Just this notion of holistic wellness and understanding that being an athlete, being a young person is challenging. The goal is just to provide some resources and an outlet to make sure that young people know there's people who care about them, uh, that want to see their success, and also they want to provide them the resources to help them be successful. That's the goal of IMG Academy Plus. Awesome. So definitely check out that, Ruckus Makers. And, you know, rest recovery is really important to performance, just like focus is. And I think you do some interesting things around that on campus. And that might push the ruckus maker listening in terms of what is possible on his or her campus. So can, before we get to the last three questions, I ask all my guests, can you just talk about rest and recovery and what that looks like for you all? Yeah, certainly we have some days off that we say, hey, focus on rest and recovery. One thing that I really want to amplify is this notion of wellness. This year in the academic center, and we're building a new campus center, but in the academic center, we set aside a room truly for wellness. You walk in there and I promise you, whenever your heartbeat was, it comes down a couple of notches. It's just okay. serene. It's beautiful. It's a space that everybody needs just to go and unwind. You go in there and you remind yourself, wow, my feet are touching the floor. I have mm-hmm. air in my lungs. I'm present. I feel grounded. And that has everything to do about just rest and recovery is to know that you can feel yourself, feel your body in a space. And that's ultimately the goal. Our students are busy. They, they work really, really hard. They travel, they do schoolwork and they're young people that need to, to feel themselves in this world. And that's the opportunity for that. Awesome. Thank you for uh, sharing that a little bit. Special shout out to, to Demetrius Ball, who's in uh, San Ramon. California. I've got to visit his school and they have a pretty cool recovery sort of center, wellness center that you're describing as well. So just want to give him a shout out because I love that guy. All right. Well, the last three questions, Michael, that I love to ask my guests. First one is, if you could put a message on all school marquees around the world for one day, what would your message be? It's kind of simple, but I would say something to the effect of find a place for your eyes to land. Got it. And talk to me about building your dream school. 
let's say you're not constrained by any resources. Your only limitation was your ability to imagine. What would be the three guiding principles building your dream school? I would first start by saying that it wouldn't be my dream school. It would be the this dream school of those who come through the doors. And I would create much many as many opportunities as possible to co-create, to develop, to empower them, to to think critically, act morally, and design what it needs to be. So some of the founding principles would certainly be joy, whatever that looks like, affirmation from one to to another. It's a safe space, and then truth. And it's people may say, well, where's the curriculum in that? That is curriculum. When we know how to treat yeah, one another, right. when we know how to hear with one another, we know how to be and share space with one another. Those are the soft skills, historically speaking, that are now the hard skills today. But those are the those are the skills and the virtuosities that will bring and promote you going forward. Brilliant. We covered a lot of ground today, Michael. Of everything we discussed, what's the one thing you want a ruckus maker to remember? I think the one thing that I want ruckus makers to remember, and maybe I'll look back to this cognitive endurance, the ruckus makers and understanding that you have a broad audience here. But if you're a school leader, give yourself grace. If you're an educator inside the classroom, give yourself grace. Know that you have the skill set to advance the work. And if you're a parent, or a young person listening, you're doing right. You're doing well. We affirm you in this moment. And cognitive, one of the things that over COVID, you talked about just kind of empathy fatigue. People experience empathy fatigue sometimes. And what I would offer is that's really cognitive endurance. Are we making the right decision? How do we know? Are we doing harm? And I believe, and this is an indigenous epistemology, that the brilliance and the answers are already within. We just need to be proximal to help that come alive within ourselves and then share outward. So I encourage people to continue to press forward, to take the time, the wellness breaks that they need, because we have the answers, we're acting morally, and we can do well together. Thanks for listening to the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast, Ruckus Maker. If you have a question or would like to connect, my email, daniel at betterleadersbetterschools.com or hit me up on Twitter at Alien Earbud. If the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast is helping you grow as a school leader, then please help us serve more ruckus makers like you. You can subscribe, leave an honest rating and review, or share on social media with your biggest takeaway from the episode. Extra credit for tagging me on Twitter at Alien Earbud and using the hashtag BLBS. Level up your leadership at betterleadersbetterschools.com and talk to you next time. Until then, class dismissed.